Yay. Usually this is the time when I walk off and I'm like, oh, thank goodness I'm done for the day. But just getting started, I'm excited. Okay, um, let's see, what do, I wanna, what do I want to start with? On Friday, I was doing a video recording um, for our gym and I was failing terribly. It was awful. I, you would think like, people are like, you get up and you speak and do, and I'm like, I don't know what happened. I, it was awful. I had to do takes like 20 times. Jason probably wanted to punch me in the face. Finally, at one point he was like, just act like you're speaking the word. He said, the word of the Lord. <laughs> it was so funny. But all that to say, I'm a little nervous this morning, but that's okay. I know that God is here. And wasn't that worship team? Thank you, wherever you guys are. That was incredible. Thank you so much. Um, so it's kind of hard. I feel like Aaron does this to me every so often where he's like, here's what I want you to talk about. And so I want to honor that and I want to lean into that this morning. And as you know, last week he passed out these, um, the 2022 like dream cards and talked about vision and just all of this type of thing. And, and so this week he really wanted me to kind of really talk about dreaming with the Lord, dreaming with God. How do you dream? What does that look like? Actually writing things on the card, you know, those kind of things. And I think the reason that he asked me that was because he shared a little bit of this last week, but this idea that um, I, well, I think that I'm a born pessimist, and I just think we might as well look at what is reality in front of us and why should we think about anything that could be really amazing because if that doesn't happen, then I'm just going to be let down. And I don't like the feeling that I feel when I'm let down and disappointed. And so I just don't even want to go there. And so that's just, that is how I'm born, right? But that is not how, that is not who God has wired me to be. Like that's kind of like just how I grew up and all those things. And so the funny thing is, I will do a dream board for a couple years, and when I say dream board, I just mean put some pictures on a board of some things that I would love to see either happen for myself, my family, I don't know, maybe I wanted this car, and throw that on there. And so for years, I would do it because it felt like the right thing to do. Like how many of you know that when, you know, the new year rolls around, you feel a pressure to do the right thing and make some goals? Does anyone else feel like two of you? Come on. I want you to be honest today. All right. And so you feel that pressure. And so that's what I would do. And I would just go through and kind of put stuff on there. Like, well, this, this seems like the right thing to put on. You know, I want to be closer to the Lord. I'll put that on my board. You know, and I'm, and I'm serious, but at the same time, I'm like kind of like halfway doing it. Well, last year at the beginning of 2021, something kind of shifted in me. And I feel like I put more faith behind what I was putting on my board. And also, I really was intentional about trying to hear what God was saying his dreams were for me. Does that make sense? There's a difference between what my dreams are and what are the dreams that God has for me, and now I get to come along with him, and we get to dream together with that, and so that, I think that was a shift there, and I think, well, as I was thinking about this, the Lord kept telling me this week, kept hearing the word consecrate, and I'm like, well, this is I don't know, how does dream boards and consecrate yourself? How does this all work together? But I couldn't shake this word um, consecrate. And so I think that's just kind of like, I wanna, I, I wanna lean into that. I want us to like figure out like, as we consecrate ourselves, how do the dreams in our heart become actually the dreams that he has on his heart for us and why that is so important. And so um, 
The word consecrate. All right, so it means to devote or dedicate your heart to the Lord, to devote or dedicate. And those are so important. And so um, how do we do this? Well, first, we have to make a conscious decision that I want, like, honestly, if you're here, there's something in you that's decided that, yeah, I mean, I want to live, I want to live for Christ. There's, that's the only reason you're here. There's no other reason that you'd be here unless you feel like there's something in you that wants to live for him, okay? So there's step one. Now, step two is like, okay, now I'm here, and I have to determine, am I going to just be halfway in? Like, I can attend, and everything else in my life could be a hot mess, which sometimes it is, but what I mean by that is that I'm here, but like, I'm not really in it in my heart, okay? So there's the difference there. I'm here, and I come, and my heart's over there, and my heart's over in this thing, and then there's this idea of consecrating ourselves where our heart now is devoted and dedicated to him. I don't want anything else in my heart other than what he wants in my heart, whatever he has in his heart for me. And so those are the things that then begin to come out. And do you see the connection? As we consecrate ourselves, that means as we come more and more and more aligned in him, devoted to him, dedicated to who he is, dedicated to what he wants for us. As we become more and more aligned, the things, the dreams that begin to come out of our heart are the very dreams that he has for us. And those are the dreams that get plastered on the board. It just becomes so much easier. It's not this treacherous task. Okay, I have a question. How many of you, when we kicked off the year, how many of you are this type? You're super hardcore. You've got your 10 things on your list, and you're like, I'm all in or, I, or I'm not doing anything. Like, how many of you are hardcore? And you'll, okay? Not many. Okay, how many of you are like, I'm going to put these things on the list, and I'm going to be hardcore. And then a few weeks into it, it was like, I knew I was going to fall off there, so it's fine. Anybody else? Like, you still do it, but, you know. Okay, and then how many, <laughs> how many of you don't do it at all? Oh, my gosh. Okay, is it because, why? Is it because of, of like, you're fearful that you're going to not follow through? I'm just interested. Is that what it is? Like the fear of not follow through? Okay. I don't know. I just thought that'd be funny to see what all you guys is, where you guys were at with that. I think the beauty of doing this with the Lord is that when the thing doesn't happen the way we thought it was, because if he put the dream there, it's going to happen. But what then what we do is we start to wrap our mind around how we make the dream happen. And then when the things that we think need to happen before our dream comes to pass, when those things look differently, that's when the disappointment sets in. That's when the, um, the abandonment even sets in or just this like, you know what? I thought that was, that was gonna happen. It didn't. That was gonna happen. It was gonna look like that and it didn't. And all of those things when we have the Lord aligned in our hearts with us and flowing through us, when those kind of setbacks happen, it doesn't take us off and we fade off of our original hardcore goal. Does that make sense? And so that's the whole point here is I think that the disconnect between setting up these ideas of what we want from the Lord and what we want for our lives, there's a disconnect when we're not aligned with Him in it. And I think that, that feels and sounds really, really simple and basic, but the reality is, um, don't be offended, but the reality is that even as, as basic as it may sound, there's many of us who aren't doing it. Because we can, we can read and we can know what's right, and we can know what the right dreams to have are, and we can do all those things, but we're not partnering it with him, and we haven't consecrated ourselves, and we haven't 
literally said, I'm handing over every single piece of what I want, what I think. I set it down, and I just want only what you would desire for me. Man, that's the difference. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about this idea of consecration, and um, I had a picture. I, I forgot to send it, so hopefully you can get the vision in your mind. There's a picture um, uh, and actually I'll hold my little pamphlet up you won't be able to see but there's this little booklet it's called the tabernacle and it's just this drawing based on the Old Testament of the tabernacle which was the tent the, basically the tent that camped the presence of God and it would move with the people when God moved and in the tent the first thing you do is you would, you would walk in and then there would be the altar and I think it's so fitting that this Friday is the altar because this really kind of I just I don't know I felt like I'm kind of promoting it, but I didn't intend to, but it's great. Um, but the altar, okay? And at the altar, before, so that the people could even get close to the presence of the Lord, they had to bring their most perfect animal as a living sacrifice, and they had to place it, and it was placed on the altar. And they gave it as a living sacrifice, and it was the best thing that they had. So they sacrificed their best. They were willing to give it all away, and in that, that was them saying, and this is the part where I think, well, well, okay. It was them saying, I trust and I give as a sacrifice the most important thing to me, and I lay it at the altar, okay? So that's the Old Testament. Now, these people relinquished their ownership of the animal. They let it go. They didn't try to sneak in with just, like, their second best. They didn't, like, hold on to their best animal and then bring their, like, second best. No, they relinquished and let go of the most important thing to their family. Those, the, in that time, those were very, very, very important, and so they would let go of it. Then Christ comes, and he, as we've talked about a lot, but just to kind of recap, he became the perfect living sacrifice for us, right? Now, the once he came, now what happens is we, ha we aren't separated from the Father any longer, but what we get to do daily is we get to sacrifice ourselves as a living sacrifice. Now, I'm not hopping on a flame of fire and burning, but I'm symbolically placing myself on the altar, and that is, I just, I'm just like, the altar, that's the point on Friday night when we come here, as a living sacrifice, laying ourselves down, relinquishing control of who we are, of what we think is best, letting go my gosh, just letting Jesus rule and reign in our heart. That is, that's what it's all about. And I think that there's times when we think that we have relinquished and we've let go and we've, we've given it all, but I do think that if we're honest with ourselves, that there's still pieces in our heart that we haven't fully given to him. So I want to read Romans 12, 1 through 2. I asked, I don't know if you guys have it in the Passion. Do you? Is it back there? Oh, I'd love to read it in the Passion. Is this it? Oh, cool. Okay. Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifices and live in holiness experiencing all that delights his heart for this becomes your genuine expression of worship 
Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Whew, that's it. Like that right there, that's the only verses for the message because it's all right in there. As we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice, it gives us the power to discern God's perfect will, in parentheses, the dreams he has for us, all the futures that he has for us, everything he has for us, that he has for our life. It's only through us dying to ourselves and sacrificing who we are and what we want and what our dreams are and what our business plan is and what our family should look like and what our kids should be doing and what this next car might look like for me, any of that kind of stuff, give it up and laying ourselves as a living sacrifice on the altar, right? And that's what I love about the Friday night is this idea that we get to come in and I don't, I can't, I don't know like, for me, I can get vision for what that looks like, which is why I wanted to kind of talk about in the Old Testament, the altar, because if you can get a vision of just like picture something like a table even, and the fact that there was fire there, and they brought their animal, and, the, and basically they just gave it all onto the altar to sacrifice to him, and that's this idea I feel like this is just really what the Lord is calling us into. It's this daily consecrating, daily sacrificing and giving up ourselves and putting it at the altar and saying, you can have it all because your way is better. I want what you want. I, I desire, like all of us in here when we kick off a new year, we want a better year ahead. We want to accomplish things that we didn't before. And I just challenge us to say, am I even dreaming these goals? Am I even doing these things in mind of what he actually wants? Is my heart, the question is, is my heart aligned with God's heart? That's really where it starts before we can even begin to dream. And I think he's mad at me because I didn't bring my dream board. He was like, where's your board? Do you have a picture of your board? And I said, no. And then I think he got a little bit mad. Did you? No. Oh, yeah. I think you did. But it's because I feel like we would be hopping to something that would be ineffective. We would be back here at the beginning of 2023, and we'd be having the same conversation. And it's this, this whole idea of consecration just is, is just necessary. It's just necessary. Um, okay. I didn't give you the heads up that this is a small, short message because we're going to do a major activation, but um, I think that I'm going to leave it there for a minute, and what I want to do is I want you to partner up or get into a small group here in a second. I have three questions that I want you to talk about. This is a very, mm, this is going to prick your heart, and it's I, I think what I want to say is the Lord wants to do major, major, major things in our lives, in your life as a person, in your life as the member of the family that you're a part of. He wants to do something very major in this church, in this city, the community, the state, on and on and on. And I think it starts with us being willing to look within our heart and getting tired of just the junk I'm just sick of it. I'm just, let's just 
consecrate ourselves and let's be willing to identify what's within us that needs dealt with. And God is so good that he has sent his Holy Spirit to help us discern like the verse said. The Holy Spirit's here and wants to help us discern what's in our hearts that needs dealt with. Um, and so I just want to, I want to have you get in like small groups and I want you, before you do this, um, you need to determine are you going to be vulnerable or not. Sorry. So don't make that not let you partner up with somebody, but it's just a really important opportunity to be vulnerable. There's some intense questions that, well, I'll put the questions up and you guys gather up. I just encourage you um, just to share some stuff. So Lord, just in this next couple minutes, just as we kind of process through some of these questions, Lord, I ask for you, Holy Spirit, would you come and let, just in the conversation of answering these questions, let it uproot deep things in our hearts as we pursue consecration and consecrating ourselves for you. And so, Lord, I just ask that this would be um, a safe place that things could be dealt with, talked about, and discussed. And, Lord, let, let your voice come through people's mouths as we talk and pray for each other and encourage each other in these um, answering the questions. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so kind of getting a little small group. And I think we have a slide with the, the questions on them. Um, okay, as you're partnering up, here are the questions. What are you afraid to let go of and place in God's hands? Okay, this is just like, I don't want you to say like, my time. Maybe you could, but I really want you to be serious. Like, go deep. What is this? Um, okay, and the next one, what sin still stalks you? And then the last one, are you willing to offer yourself fully to God? I want you to like, talk about this. So get in a group. I'm giving you some time. It's only 1114. Okay, this is, this is part of today. So get in a group, and I want you to be vulnerable. I'm encouraging you. If you don't, you can leave. It's fine. But get group up, and uh, this is important stuff to chitty chat about.
take like 30 seconds, just kind of wrap up wherever you're at. you're like wrapping up what I what I think is it's the the beauty in the body is this opportunity right here where we have people around us pursuing and going after the same thing and so there's safety in our vulnerability right so that's like to me that's important that's like the first things like we're talking about this with each other as the Bible talks about confessing things one to another I think now that we've talked about it to each other, I think it's like that that idea of when you keep things captive in your heart or in your mind, man, the, the enemy hates power when you keep things captive. But when we release it and let it out, whew, man, God runs with the freedom that comes in that. And so now we've released and kind of like discussed and talked about like some of the struggles and hangups and all that kind of thing. I want us... The band's just gonna play some music. I really want us to now just have some one-on-one time with the Lord. Just really think that this is something that's powerful about now you've shared it to someone else, but now like sharing it to Him. He knows it's there. He knows it's an issue. There's something really, really, really beautiful when we start to just talk it through with Him and just share the, the honest, crap <laughs> in our heart that he already knows is there and so I just want the band's just going to play I just really want to encourage you just to this is like now it's time for you to have this one on one time with him I actually felt led to maybe somebody could bring up the uh, communion baskets and maybe just we'll set the baskets up here if you feel led to just grab a communion cup and take communion with the Lord um, just in the next we're going to just probably spend about five minutes just in this one on one time with him if you want, if you, yeah, I think they're going to put the communion up here. So I want to pray for us first before we go into that. So Lord, thank you for what you're revealing and what you're doing. Lord, first you plant this seed in us for hungering for you, for the more of you, for thirsting for you. And in that comes this opportunity to consecrate ourselves fully, giving all of us to you at the altar. And so, Lord, we just thank you for sitting Holy Spirit just to come and stir things up in us, to reveal things, to help us discern. So we just take this next couple minutes just with you to really be vulnerable and open with you. Just to consecrate ourselves, just commit to what what you want from us, to commit our heart to you, just to surrender and, and to turn it all over to you, Lord. We just thank you for this opportunity.
also, I'm going to say this. This up here, a lot of times, we call this the altar. Man, so I think that if you need to move from your seat just to have your one-on-one time with him, just if, you, if you're that like symbolic visual person, this is an altar right up here also.
She said, a way that we can also consecrate our Lord, our, consecrate ourselves to the Lord is together. Just worshiping Him for who He is. And so I just want to do that here just as we round it out. Um, and let, let, let me pray too. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for taking us beyond comfort and um, being so gentle with us. And yet, and you're, you're using the Holy Spirit just to gently nudge us into the more of what you have for us. So I just um, declare that moving forward from today, that every single day, there's a hunger and a desire for us to, to just give ourselves as a living sacrifice to you daily. Let it become something that's at the, the first forefront of our thoughts in the morning. That we daily would put ourselves at the altar. We would just draw, draw so close to you. Just thank you. You're so, so, so good. We just worship you. In Jesus' name.
Have an amazing week. Grab one of these out there. I think there's some on the um, welcome desk. If you didn't get one last Sunday, make sure you grab one of these. Don't forget, if you're a gal, on Saturday, they're, they're doing these boards on Saturday, so you can be there at 10 o'clock.